Who took my fork? You. Me. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> it smells so good. Yes, pad thai is really good. You know, it has tamarind and it has and it has. What's oh tamarindo? tamarindo? Mm -hmm. Really? Pad thai tiene tamarindo. How did I not know this? Know. You know everything. When it comes to foods, probably. <laughs> yeah. And. Si quieren apachurrarle poquito limón, mm -hmm. adelante. Mm -mm. Okay, because supposedly that's it enhances the flavor. It already tastes like lime a little. Right. Lime always enhances the flavor. Mm -hmm. Drink-wise, what did you bring? Okay, I'm excited about this. I got Thai, Thai tea. tea. Mm -hmm. Thai tea. I recognize that one. That's why I'm just asking. What's and the other one? chrysanthemum tea. Uh. Chrysanthemum always reminds me of Anna Green Gables. I love Anna Green Gables. And what's Let's inside, start with and the what's chrysanthemum inside the tea. Chrysanthemum flower is what I'm assuming. We're about to find out. Okay. Cheers. Cheers to our dinner party and to our success. Mis amores, I'm Nora. I'm Iris. And I'm Melissa. And you're listening to Dinner with a Side of Laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I almost forgot our name there for a second. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, we are published. It's official. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our stuff's out there. We got listeners. Initially, I know we had this plan. We wanted to be like mysterious out there in the world with our two <laughs> listeners, but <laughs> but it just so happens that I did the stupidest thing. I know I don't know how sorry I am. I'm not that sorry. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I'm not. I will know later if I'm sorry or not. But I accidentally. <laughs> so, so we're trying to like publish it, right? And we're trying to like get our podcast out there so we can get listeners. Yeah, we're trying to hunt for you guys. Yeah, we're coming for you. It can oh, shout out to Ri. Oh, You're gonna scare them away. Stop it. Iris is a weirdo. She's gonna scare people away. Listen, there's I shout out to like four listeners from Rialto. I think it's Realito or Rialto. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering it. California. I was looking at some of our stats and we have like 16 listeners for our first podcast. Only eight of those went over to the second podcast show or episode. And then only six went over to the third podcast episode. So we have, I'm thinking out of those six, it's three of us, right? So, <laughs> so there's three plus one. There's one there's of you out there that loves be us. Three from Realito. And I was looking at like the places they're listening to us from Mexico, Germany. Germany's back. Mm. I love you, Germany. And then Realito, California. So I don't know who you are. Thank you for listening, and I'm so excited that you enjoy our podcast enough to watch, or sorry, no, not watch, listen to all three podcast episodes. I'm putting our stuff out there on Instagram, and like an idiot, I completely forgot to focus or pay attention, and I accidentally pressed share on Facebook, and I think this happened like a day or two with my last post, and I didn't notice until this morning where my mom, when my mom told me, and I'm like, oh. I don't know how I feel about this because now everybody knows, not everybody, but like a few people on my Facebook know that we have a podcast. A lot of those are our closest friends and um, I don't know, we're, we're official. It's scary. People are listening. You're listening to us. You're going to know how stupid we are and how, wait, no. Okay. I'm trembling. <laughs> no, no, we're not stupid. We're amazing. We're amazing. You must listen. <laughs> You're just going to know how imperfect we are. And I, that could always be very intimidating. But it's also... Remember Enzo. There's always perfection in the imperfection. Who the fuck is Enzo? Enzo is the drawing, a Japanese drawing of a circle mm -hmm. with water paint, which actually is not complete. 
but it's to show you that there is perfection in the imperfection. Ah, so, so I'm fucking perfect then. If imperfection <laughs> yeah. is perfection, I'm as close to perfect as it gets. <laughs> Oh, you're so past perfect. You're amazing. Are you scared of anybody? Like, do you have anyone in mind that you're uncomfortable with what or like listening to this? <sighs> I don't know. My family in Mexico. <laughs> Your family in Mexico? Do they speak English? No, but I'm so afraid of them. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, that's what we call Melissa because she's white. <laughs> well, let me let me rephrase that because I'm not afraid of my family in Mexico. It's just that I don't know. They love to make fun of me. In a really good way. Like Mexicans, we make fun of each other. And yes, that's, a, that's like a really big thing on us. La carrilla. La carrilla. We love that. Like we're part of that culture. But my family don't like both things for like 10, 20, 40 years. That can be scary. <laughs> You're tough. I, la carrilla is not something I look forward to. It looks like you have a thick skin and you take it well. I don't. I cry. Kind of rock myself back and forth in a corner. No, I'm not good no, with carrilla. You gotta laugh. That's you gotta laugh. <laughs> I need to learn from you. Okay, güerita. Who are you afraid of listening to? Or not afraid, tampoco, okay? Because we're badass bitches. But, like, who are you, like... Who's a concern? Yeah. My mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> because we've said a few things, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's, That's all I'm going to say? That's it. That's just, just your mother-in-law, huh? Yeah. So you don't care if your sister listens? <laughs> She's not gonna listen. Your mom. Oh, she might. She put it public in her Facebook. Okay, maybe my sister and my mother-in-law and my brother, maybe. But mm-hmm. other than that, no one, no one, no. That's such my a mom good just one. laughs and goes, "Oh, you're gonna do your podcast again?" I'm like, "Baby, <laughs> I'm 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 scared of everyone because mm-hmm. I have this like super reserved persona. Very few people that know this Nora, like the cussing, real." Nora, I reserve who I really am for the people that are closest to me. I'm afraid of people at work going, but she's so sweet and so (laughs) professional. And then my family. And I think the reason I have those nerves is because I've spoken in this podcast before about how my family has a certain view of me because I am really sweet and I am very kind and I am very reserved. So that's all I could be. Right. There's right. no way I could be a complex being with other personality traits. <laughs> and oh, you're so split right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm afraid of people at work. Like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trembling. I'm trembling. I'm scared. I feel like such an idiot. But like Edie said, like, I can't unpublish it. Even if I were to take it down. Like, it's there. People know. Yeah. People have commented. People are like, where, when? And, and I don't know, ladies. Do you think I should just, like, publish it? Might as well. Might as well. On Facebook. You know. Uh, eventually the world will know us whether they like it they love us they hate us they will know well if you are coming to these podcast episodes because of my facebook welcome i wasn't planning on this and but thank you for joining uh yes (laughs) (laughs) no thank you for joining for reals but just listen i've had a traumatic last couple of years with family members shutting the door in my face because the real Nora rears her face out. And and it's a scary situation for me. But I trust that we're building our tribe. The the scary part is that is that we are multi-layer, but we are a certain persona publicly. Yeah. And in private, not precisely in private, but like among your closest ones, yeah. you are a different persona. And it's not like you are you because you are you in all of them. It's just that 
you're more relaxed, you're willing to allow yourself to be goofy, to be mm-hmm. dumb, to be all these things that to you... To be wrong. To be wrong, yeah. especially that. And like probably sometimes, yeah, and not proper because when you're out there in the world, you do have to be proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on our jobs and um, like society. And when you're among with friends and everything, it's like a, a safe zone. You get to be more relaxed and get to enjoy more sides of you. So... Please enjoy all the sides of us as much as we enjoy them and share, you know, share the love. Yeah. On that topic, our meal for today was Thai food. And believe it or not, it was me. I'm the one that chose it. I'm the one that orchestrated the whole thing. I think Melissa's still a little in shock. What? Nora wants Thai food? Yes, believe it or not. (laughs) I wasn't complaining. (laughs) I can't really take credit for that because kind of like we are being brave and courageous to put our persona out there to put ourselves out there via podcast I feel like I also am being very brave with the new food stuff because I tend to stick to the same stuff now I do have a very good co-worker a good friend it sucks to call her co-worker when she's such a great friend like we've traveled together Tantui shout out to you boo boo she is my favorite foodie (laughs) usually when we go out for for lunch she takes me to a lot of Asian cuisine spots that are amazing and she did take me to um, eat Thai earlier this week. We were originally going to go to the place where we ended up buying our food, Dao Seng, but she you know, it was close when we arrived because you're right, for some weird reason, some Asian establishments are close closed Mondays, Tuesdays, and four Wednesdays. And so, so we ended up going to a different place, but today we ordered some drunken noodles, some pad thai, some yucky spring rolls. Um, yucky? They were yucky. No, they weren't. It just they depends on the person. And we ordered... Don't say someone's yum. That's how my daughter says. And and we ordered some delicious chrysanthemum tea and some yucky Thai uh, tea. Girl, I'm going <laughs> to slap you. <laughs> and and what else did I taste? Oh, the mango You're sticky You're dissing rice. someone's yum. That's not cool, girl. It's... Oh, well. And then... Notice buds I'm gonna... are notice buds. And notice buds are not afraid to say, I don't like this. I don't like... I respect it. I don't like this. I don't... And you know what? Respect this. I tried it. To me, eating... I've mentioned this before, is an experience. So I don't have the money or the freedom to travel the world like I wish I could. I don't even have time to read anymore. At least reading used to be my way of getting to know the world outside of me. As a mom, I can't do that. As a teacher, I can't do that as much as I wish I could. But food is still there. It's still an experience. So when people say, hey, let's go try this new thing, I am reluctant and scared because I value my taste buds. But it's the way I explore the world. And I'm not sorry that I tasted the yucky stuff today because at least now I can say, yeah, that's not for me. I don't like the yucky stuff. I don't like that yucky stuff. What's something that you tried and you're like, that is so gross. That is so not for me. Hmm. Because I mean, like the spring rolls were not for me, but it's not like I'm gonna throw up. You know, like I, I could, I could stomach it. I could also stomach the Thai tea, but it's just not for me. Have you ever tried something that you're like, yeah, never again? Romeritos. What are romeritos? Romeritos is their rosemary, and it's cooked with um mullein, mm-hmm. and you have dried shrimp in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like so salty. I think that's one of the only things that I go like, and then nah, don't serve me tall. Other than that, like, 
See, I, I blame my mom for this. I strictly blame my mom. I'm a spoiled child. I am. And mm -hmm. I'm not sorry to say it because I love the way my mom spoiled me. Mm -hmm. But when she cooked, she was old-fashioned, so she did everything from scratch. She boiled the tomatoes. She cooked the tomatoes. She blended the tomatoes, poured them, and cooked them again. Um, But, like, my dad likes super spicy food. Like, mm -hmm. He's, like, seven on the hot level, you know? Like mm -hmm. Seven and about. Uh, my mom enjoys spicy food, but she didn't like it too spicy. And us, me and my brother and my sister, we didn't have spice at all. Mm -hmm. So she cooked three different levels of spice. For everybody. For everybody. Wow, what a trooper. I know. But so I didn't start eating spice spicy food until I was like around 16, 18. And I, it, it was so funny because I would dip the toothpick into it and that was my amount of spice. Wow, that's my, that, that, wow. Okay. Yeah, so um, I now I love it. Uh, and then again, I do like the flavor spice. Mm -hmm. I don't like it to be just hot. I want it to have some flavor. Otherwise, I don't like it. Right. Okay. Do you remember a while back, 2015? I say it like it was like yesterday, but about a decade ago. What do you mean? It was yesterday. Yesterday. We went to yesterday. Oaxaca, I remember? Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys if not we know that song? Did did them already, we probably just did. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Do you guys not know that song? Are you serious? Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say, Cantala! You know it. She's just like mimicking her voice. Amazing. I know, she's like singing it better than all of us. But I'm a Beatles fan she my is. whole life. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Yep. <laughs> so, um, do you remember when we went to Oaxaca? Yes. Okay, that was about a decade ago. And we didn't really get to hang out. I was there with, with my cousin, and you were there with your nephews. Yeah. So we were kind of both doing our own thing. But do you remember the Tlayudas? It's like this yeah, long... Yeah, yeah. Long tortilla. Tortilla. It's like, it feels like a tostada, but it's not. And it has like this Oaxaca cheese on it, and depending on que guisado quieras on it. Well... I remember I would look forward to eating that. I'm like, yes, I saw it on Pinterest. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it everywhere. This is what it's about. And then I took a bite and I'm like, ew, this is so gross. No, you know what? It was the beans. The, I don't remember beans being on it. It was the beans it. because I remember I tried one and it had a beans and it had a pepper in them. Ew. So, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Como jalapeños. No, 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 jalapeños like salt and pepper, pepper. Oh, pepper. pepper. Okay, okay. Um, So... It was odd, and like I know, like my nephews and I are tummy hurt for like the next following days. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, like I think it was the how they cook the beans because everything else seems like totally normal to my taste buds. Not to me, I was really looking forward to it. It was really gross. Again, not for me, but I'm not sorry. I'm glad that I know what it tastes like. Yeah, my mom used to say, "You don't have to like it, but you have to taste it." Mm -hmm. You have to try it. That's a lot of it, a lot of things that I don't like, but I do taste it. Yeah. I wanted to try this Korean tea that I, I heard was like, oh, it was so good, blah, blah, blah. I tried it, and that tea was not for me. It's mm. barley tea. Barley? Mm. Ew. That looks gross. She's showing us a picture of it. Boricha. Boricha. Barley <laughs> tea. It does not look good. I agree with you. If you like coffee, mm -hmm. it tastes like it. Wait, I like coffee. I like, no, I but like coffee. Well, then you might like barley tea. I like okay. coffee. It's just that this one... I don't know, there was just something about that it was it was coffee tasty, but it was really bitter. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not a fan of bitter. Okay. And 
it my husband loved it because he's a coffee he loves he loves his coffee mm -hmm. but i tried it and i was like oh well you know if it tastes kind of like coffee then i might like it you know it's, i'm not i'm not opposed to drinking coffee but when i tried it it's like very bitter strong espresso watered down mm -mm. and i was like no you know i'm not i'm not i'm not dissing anybody who loves barley tea but that tea is the one tea that i don't think i would ever try again mm -hmm. like that that was just not for me cat that tea has no caffeine in it okay oh do you think maybe that's why you didn't like it i don't you know like the effect of it Purple all went like, ew, no, no caffeine. There's no, it, 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 supposedly me. it describes no. that it has a very, it's because that tea is made out of rice mm -hmm. and it has like a burnt taste to it. Ew. So I think that's why I went like, no. That's the bitterness, yuckiness. Mm -hmm. It's a toasted barley grains and I think it's just, it's just, it's burnt. The taste you, you're, ta you're tasting, it's like if you, if maybe like I would describe like burnt coffee. <clears throat> Probably like that. Yeah, that's a good description. I, it doesn't sound very appetizing. Is it at least healthy? Yeah. It's, it is. it's healthy? It, it's, it, well, I think it is. Okay. I would think it is. I'm not sure. Maybe that's the benefit that people look into. I, I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Okay. You know? Speaking of which, how are we doing with our New Year resolutions? I haven't even started mine. So don't even bother. <laughs> Well, I forgot what it was. <laughs> well, I think we all had the similar theme of being healthy, no? Yes, yeah, we did. yeah. She's not being healthy. Police patrol. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't bring my brother into this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, so, um, Melissa's brother is a police, police officer. officer. So New Year's resolution, I actually haven't started them yet. But let me tell you this little story. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. So um, I'm working with my students in AP, a, AP which is adaptive E, mm -hmm. and I help them like girl doing a, a certain machine that you have to. You're sitting down, kind of like in a squat, mm -hmm. and then as you pull your arms up, you you straighten your legs, and then you go back to doing the squat. Can you add a little context to that because we know you, <clears throat> so we know what you're talking about. We know that you are. Uh, PIF, which means that you, you work with special yeah. students with special needs and that there's a student who needs physical therapy and you provide... Technically, yeah. um, we do AP, so every morning, every day in the morning, we take them to the gym and we do different machines mm -hmm. and adapt it to their needs, basically. So and we help them do the exercises. But here I am with my girl and... Because I don't want to be just like staring at her because she's doing a great job. So and like, by girl, she doesn't mean girlfriend. She means her student. Yes. But she's very special to her. So she calls them my girl. Yeah. All my girls are my boys. They're my students. I love them. I usually call them by their last names, but I cannot tell you their last names. Obviously. <laughs> um. But, okay, so here's my student and she's like working this machine. So she's doing good and I don't want to just like stare at her. So I want to do something myself. I was like, okay, so I'm going to take advantage of this time that we're spending together. And I kind of did want to be lunches. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, they were not even close to like real true lunches. Mm -hmm. And I did about three sets of five. Hey girl, <clears throat> I see you. And I was fine. And the day went by and I was awesome. And then I woke up and I was like, what happened? Did it hurt the morning? Like my, my tights, just, mm -hmm. but not like the sides, not like the ink. It's just like the top of my tights. Yeah. That were just like so, 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 so like hurt. Like I couldn't walk right. It was so funny because I was like going like tip to tip toeing. Mm -hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then every time that I went up the stairs, it was like, ouch, ouch, 
ouch. <laughs> and then when I said, I was like, ah, it hurts. <laughs> so um, yesterday was a little bit better and I tried them again. So, you know, they say like, I always tell my niece, you know how it doesn't, how you don't feel sore? She was like, how? You do it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So until your body gets used to it. I did them again and it still hurt. It hurt a little less, but this morning I feel good and I did them again and I'll let you guys know how I'm doing next week. I'm very curious. <laughs> I, 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 you know, when I saw you today and I, and I told you too, you look good. I think I gained weight, so don't even go there. No, it, it, weight has nothing to do with your <clears throat> well, body composition. Like you that, look, you look smaller. You look slimmer now. At work, we have these like super long mirrors that you could see yourself from top to bottom, and I've been looking at myself every single day in that mirror. Let me tell you, it's the first time I could see myself completely. It's not a good sight. It's not a good sight. Oh, Unlike God. you, I'm like, oh, I see. I see why people are like, hey, you okay? I've great. I've I've kind of grown a little a little along. Yeah, you have grown, but she the perimeters drop it gorgeous guys. Nice. Drop it gorgeous. She loves me. That's why she has yes, to say I that. I love you, but of course you are. <laughs> I love you, but uh, I I've I've also made some strides. I'm trying to be part of the five a.m. club. So like I'm trying to wake up at I, I'm starting small. I'm starting with three days a week because I can't do every single day consistency but at five in the morning i wake up and i do um i stretch my nerves out because sometimes i wake up and my my hands are very numb like i wake up i don't know if i it's my position or whatever but i'm also pre-diabetic and i'm scared that i might be losing like i have nerve damage and stuff so I'm, mm -hmm. i get scared but every morning i wake up with my my hands numb does that ever happen to you ladies it has yeah usually when my when my sugar gets like really high mm -hmm. um it used to or when I sleep in a certain position, position. where I don't allow the, the like blood the circulation flow. to go on. Never? Um, I usually get, it's almost like a arm cramp mm -hmm. on my, I think it's my right side. Mm -hmm. That's why I can't lay on my right side. Mm -hmm. um, my arm basically, it's almost like a muscle cramp on my arm that I can't massage it out or anything. It just it radiates from my shoulder all the way to my face, my fingertips. And mm -hmm. that hasn't happened in a while because, I, like I said, I don't, I'm not laying on my right side. But once in a while that sometimes I forget and I lay on my right side in the middle of the night. And in the morning, it basically, the pain actually wakes me up. So mm -hmm. it, it Hopefully it hasn't happened yet. Like it hasn't, I've been, I've been behaving good where it comes to laying on my left side, but mm -hmm. I used to have those problems that I would wake up with like a muscle spasm on my right side or my right shoulder. It's not fun. Yeah. We're, it's kind of like a constant reminder that we're, we're, we're getting, getting older. older. Yeah, it's not fun. And so because of that, I've been doing some exercises to stretch my nerves out. Like I get up at five and I go out for a 10 minute walk. For just for 10 minutes, I walk around the block and then I stretch my arms out. I make sure that I do like my meridian movements so that I bring circulation back. It's I look like one of those older Asian ladies, you know, like when they're walking. Tai Chi, and they, Tai Chi. Tai Chi, like they're doing their crazy mo like movements. I'm like, ah, I get you. Now I know. Now I get it. And I can't really say that it's helped any. I still feel like my hand's pretty numb and stuff. But I've changed some of my eating habits. I haven't been eating out except when I'm with you girls. I did go out once with Tantui, but I'm trying to cut out like junk food and, and sugar and just drink water, really. So there, there, there's a lot of little changes in my routine right now. And it has to be super gradual. So I, I'm trying like little small steps at a time and something that I 
I something I'm struggling with is like even though I am waking up at five in the morning, I'm not necessarily going to sleep earlier. So like I want to be part of the five a.m. club, but I don't want to be part of the okay, let's go to sleep at nine p.m. club. That's gonna be uh quite a challenge for me this year. I feel. Yeah, I used to have a professor that he say all you need is four hours of sleep. I was like, yeah, no, you're not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I have this, you know, this fancy watch that Tony gave me. And, like, sometimes I'll go to sleep for four hours. And if I hit my REM sleep for at least 40-something minutes, I forget what the exact time is, it'll say, it'll say that my sleep was fair. If I went to sleep for about an hour and a half of REM sleep, then it'll say my sleep was good. But if I it's over an hour and a half, it says that my sleep is excellent, regardless of how much actual sleep I got. So oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because you can have eight hours of sleep and they be restless, so mm -hmm. actually you can never sleep at all. Yeah, that's what I feel like sometimes. I like my sleep. Yeah, you you have no problem with sleep. You sleep very well. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't exactly sleep at a great time because mm -hmm. that is basically like my time to read. Mm-hmm. Because so what time do you sleep? Sometimes it depends. Like I I I go to bed by by 10 like i'm in bed by 10 i don't have insomnia i swear mm -hmm. to god i don't have insomnia but it's just that with me if i don't have complete silence i i won't go to bed and since my husband doesn't just hit the pillow and be out quietly that's not mm -hmm. my husband snores so when he starts snoring it's like yeah i'm not going to bed anytime soon <laughs> that's not gonna it's not gonna happen so that's not the only reason why i don't go to sleep early it's that's my time like i said my time to, to read because on the, in the morning i don't have time to read because i have my son asking me oh mom i want this mom i'm hungry i want this i want that so i have to i'm always getting everything for him and then my daughter wants to gossip and he wants to watch the movie and she wants to do it and when she knows that i want to read she goes but ma you know i I'm bored, you know, hang out with me, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, okay. So I, I know it's not my time to read. See, and you have two kids that you homeschool. Mm-hmm. So you have very little time for yourself during the day. I technically, I guess you, you wouldn't call it homeschooling because I'm not their teacher. It's more online schooling, I guess, mm -hmm. because they have their teacher. They're in school, but they're just not present at a school. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm, I have both of them there for completely different reasons, but mm -hmm. I have both of them there. And my only time to be able to be me, like to be able to relax me is at night when they're in bed. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I'm in bed by 10, but I go to sleep probably by one or two in the morning. Right. Okay. Because I'm reading. I mean, trying to escape. It's not like I don't like where I'm at. I love my life. I love my family and everything. Like traveling. But <laughs> I want to go into another, I guess, I don't know if it would be a universe or whatever. Yeah. Inside a book, you know. And that's my my time that I can do it, which is yeah. at night. Yeah. So my daughter always says, you're not a morning, you're not a morning person. You're a afternoon slash night person. Yeah, night that's owl. She, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm surrounded by splitters. What splitters? Oh, like, seriously? Yeah. Have you watched Split? No. Is no. Is that the one with the is that the one with the that turns into that monster? Yeah. That turns into different personalities. Yeah. Okay. Why splitters? Have different personalities. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a different personality. Well, you're creating another personality, another alternative ego. Yeah. No, but it's cool. Like I actually that's one of my favorite movies and I think it, it makes so much sense in reality and in all of us. Really? Like, I think we all are that. Well, we our minds are very powerful. We can create our reality based on our mindset and our belief system. So yeah. But the one thing I love about that movie is the power of the mind. Mm -hmm. Like 
once your mind believes it you can literally move a mountain and that's what he did like when he believed that he was a monster like bullets like he was shot close range and the bullets did not penetrate his body mm -hmm. of course this is a movie it's all fantasy but there have been cases where people put in like their mindset into doing something and there's videos where they've been moving cars with just like the adrenaline mm -hmm. it's the adrenaline yeah well that's so. how we that's how we manifest right i remember i think i heard oprah talking about this once how how do you manifest something that you desire the majority of us think of the secret right the the that one book by Rhonda Burns, I think that tells you about how to positive think your way through things. And if you put it out there in the universe, you get it back. But Oprah has this right idea that it's all about frequency and by free and the frequency of your thoughts and energy and beliefs and basically your feelings, because your feelings are kind of like a guiding system that you have within yourself. You can attract what you feel on the inside and believe on the inside, because by law, whatever is inside has to be reflected out. So consider someone who's very pessimistic or someone who's very angry and maybe has not learned to forgive, right? They're constantly thinking negatively. So sorry, <laughs> I need to drink water. No, you're okay. They're constantly thinking negatively. So because they're thinking negatively, no matter how the situation is being played out, even if it is a positive one, they're going to think something negative out of it, right? Somebody might be taking okay. out their trash. For example, like a neighbor will take out their trash and, and rather than saying, oh, how lucky I am that my neighbor is taking out the trash for me. I don't have to do that. They'll probably think something like, fucker is messing with my shit. Get out of my property. He probably is trying to go through my things. It's a conspiracy theory. He's trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. harm me in some way. So like, it, it doesn't matter what's outside. It's, it's inside the way you perceive the world. And then that's how you create the world. And Oprah said that it's all about frequency. When you want something, when you want to manifest something or become something, you have to feel it and you have to be it to the point where the frequency within you matches the frequency that you want to see outside of you. Mm. I totally agree with that. And I'll, to that, I would like to add something that my speech teacher, speech in college teacher uh, told us is first came the thought, then came the word, and you brought the action. Mm. So you think about it, like whatever you want to achieve, you think about it. Then you talk it out, you make a plan, and then you proceed with the action. But if you don't think it, there's no way of following it through. So that's the power of the mind. Once you set your mind to something and you make a plan and, you know, sometimes plans can be, okay, so I'm going to become a millionaire and I'm going to, and then I'm going to do, I don't know, stock market and then you become a millionaire. It can be that fast. Mm -hmm. Or it can be, I'm going to save a penny today. I'm going to save a penny tomorrow and eventually I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. So plans don't, they have to be to your pace, mm -hmm. whatever he accommodates to you. And they can always change because life is like a living document. It will always. But that's also different by person. So there are people who truly believe this is all I can save today. Just one penny. And that's what they manifest. And that's what yeah. they save. But then there are people <clears throat> who truly, without a doubt, believe in their ability to manifest something greater like a million dollars and they do yeah. so that idea of how much can i do today is different for various people yeah and that's what i'm saying it's like it's a living document for everybody and not mm -hmm. everybody's the same and not like my mom used to say this things like money corrupts i'm a person that i i strongly believe that because i've seen it in people which yes being rich is good 
having money is good it creates peace of mind but it corrupts eventually it's not going to be enough and that when you start getting greedy you start making mistakes you start pushing people away you start hurting others so it does corrupt of course you know it depends five dollars can be a lot of money for one person and one billion can be little for another so it all depends but like i say it's just how you set your mind to take mm -hmm. whatever you want to achieve think about it picture it in your head follow it through make a plan and then it's gonna come in so i think it's funny because i disagree with you a little bit yeah. i see that you you think that money corrupts i don't i think that money is wonderful i'm friends with money i think money brings me freedom i think money brings me happiness and i think there's enough for everyone i don't think that money corrupts i think people corrupt it i, I feel like people use it or justify some type of action for money I don't think money is a problem. And because of that, I feel... Well, yeah, that I do agree with that. That money I, is not precisely the problem. It's the person that the is handling the money. The way they... The, the, the means that they're willing to go to get it. And I feel it's because of that that I have a good relationship with money. So, like, if we were to change our thoughts and think that money is good and anything I do and everything, money's flowing in, how easily that could happen. I don't think that I'm free. <laughs> I wish I had the freedom. I have to figure out a way to manifest the freedom. But the reason why I don't feel that is because what you were saying earlier that I do agree with is that money is not what gets you freedom. It's the feeling, the frequency within you that gets you freedom. Yeah. In many ways, even though I'm scared shitless of anyone who's going to listen to this, people we know, friends we know, family we know, in a way I feel free being myself because it feels good to use my voice and to be myself. It feels free to let go to not count on you having an idea of me, yeah. of letting me be me. The fear of money is holding many people back from being their free selves. Yes. And for me, money is not going to bring me freedom. Money brings me... The means of? Money peace. brings me, money brings me conveniences. It does create peace of mind. It brings me comfort, but it doesn't bring me happiness. Yeah. Because there's so many things that do not rely on money for my happiness. Sure. And it doesn't, it won't make me happy. What will make me free is for me to think myself free from you, from anyone listening to me. This is how I build my freedom. This is how I let go of any idea that you had of me. I'll let that sit on you and realize that that's your fucking problem, not mine. Whatever you think of me, that gives me freedom. That gives me happiness. And there's no amount of money that could buy that. Screw that. Now, what money can bring me is fucking vacations. I can quit my job. <laughs> That'd be but great. Two week notice. Listen, I love my students. I love them so much. I really do. But I love my kid more. And I, yeah. and I love my coworkers. I do. And I'd miss them. But I love the idea of spending time. And what were we thinking? Uh, what's that place where we wanted to visit? Um, Down in Mexico, all the way down. Cancun. Cancun. There you go. Ooh. so much more i would love to be there more than i would love to be a, at a staff meeting for example through that <clears throat> but then i have another question what if that was my life and i traveled the world you'll probably get tired yeah. of it eventually and you will want to yeah. like a place to go every day and see things because <coughs> like i say you know like it does it does provide and it does help but it doesn't make happiness yeah and sometimes yeah. happiness is sitting in a classroom teaching something to a student and, and having a student answer you back or like looking at you and like what are you talking about and then the inside voice of you is like what am i gonna do so i can get across this kid and make him understand and fall in love with books just the way yeah um i i also would love if it wasn't kids 
that I was sharing my love of freedom with only. Like, I would love to share my love of reading with other readers. With everybody. Yeah. I think we all are in this huge pot together and we're cooking this amazing <laughs> meal. And co-creating. We all complement each other. We all have something that we bring to this pot and that's what makes this meal so strongly delicious. There she the goes. The fact that we are all in here and we can all connect there and she we can goes. all make something wonderful. There she goes, making her poetry again. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> Is that my stomach? Yes. Has that been my stomach this whole time? Yes. <laughs> Stop it, really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> what's your relationship with money what money <laughs> there it goes okay what money let's practice let's practice because there are many listeners out there some okay. some of us are flowing with money you know, allowing it you, in okay you know some people if you live in california you know it's not a cheap place to live right not at all it's a wonderful place don't get me wrong the weather is awesome and everything but you have to have a good ass job you know like good ass job to be able to actually live comfortably in california but if you don't you have to either marry with someone who has a good ass job or even though it's going to sound like oh my god or marry rich you know because <laughs> i'm sorry san diego prices suck it, yeah. <laughs> it's not just it's not, i don't think it's just san diego but i'm just saying it sucks that some people, you know, they live in California because it's the weather is awesome. It's, it's a comfortable place to live in, you know, and everything. But the prices with gas and the rent and, you know, if you are living in places where they have the HOA and all that stuff, it's not cheap. It's not. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not saying I don't have money. It's just I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I have money saved on the side because I'm saving up for a trip somewhere. That's not in my agenda. It's not going to be in my agenda for a long time yeah. you know what I mean so that's why I don't really I don't really like yeah I, I have dreams like oh yeah I would love to go you know to the beach or I would love to go you know rent a cabin and just relax over there and yeah who doesn't you know but is it going to be possible no it's mm -hmm. not anytime soon it's not going to be possible for that for me at all who knows maybe we'll make it big on this podcast maybe we'll get so many listeners that and you'll get a rich one <laughs> and one of them is a rich one who can be in a, a patreon of sorts and then we could travel the world anything could happen well let's hope i'm crossing my fingers that we find someone that enjoys our gossip and our in our complaints and <clears throat> our just our you know way of what we eat what we talk about just by gossiping um our spiritual parts our our paranormal experiences or whatever you know if you like us you know come join us we love we would love to have you yeah but when it comes to what i was saying about me um it would be <laughs> it would be a while for me to enjoy what i would love to you know do because it's hard i'm ahorita que estás hablando or right now that you're speaking i'm i'm imagining myself at work when i have to go to a meeting and I have to be a grown-up and pretend I care about test scores. I know that makes, I don't know if that makes me a, the worst teacher or no, the, you're human. the okayest teacher. But I don't value my kids based on their scores. Because I remember how they did in my class. I remember the discussions we had. I remember the, the involvement in the book. I remember they, whether they enjoyed it or not. It's those little moments that matter to me. I remembered when they learned how to create their first paragraph. I remember that kind of stuff. And that's the part that I feel like I find value in. So I'm sitting in these like conference rooms or the library, whatever, 
They're talking about test scores. They're talking about hija de tu madre. I'm having a philosophical moment, and Iris is putting a shitload of band aids in her face. It was yes, one. Stop it. <laughs> gonna get a referral. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna write you up. And I'm I'm in this boring place, and I don't want to be there. I don't want to be here with these people. I don't want to be here talking about the test scores. I don't want I don't want to be here. So what I do is that rather than taking notes of what I'm hearing, I'll write scenarios and I'll and I'll think of myself being at the beach and I'll describe everything as if it's happening with as much sensory material as possible. I love the feel of the breeze in my hair. I love the smell of the sea salt. I love the, the, the feeling of the warm sand in my toes. And for a second, just for a minute, I'm not there in the conference room and I'm writing it, right? But what's really trippy is that like that weekend, there will be a birthday party that I didn't expect, right? Somebody says, hey, oh, no se te olvide, it's so-and-so's birthday work. They actually are going to do it at that little park by the beach. And I'll be like, okay. And then Stella will go to the water and I say like, like it ha has, like it happens, but it has happened where I find myself with my toes dipped in the sand and the feel of the wind. Maybe I didn't smell the sand, but, or the salts, but like it's as close to the description I had in my notebook and I had zero hand in it. I had, I didn't plan it. I didn't expect it. I just find myself in it. Do you think that that's a possibility that we do create our world with our thoughts and our mind. This is another <clears throat> creepy one. It's happened to me way too many times for it to just be a coincidence. I do think it's real. I remember thinking that I couldn't have kids for the longest because when I found out I had PCOS, I heard that it's very, very hard for women to have babies. So I was so heartbroken that I would write stories about a little girl named Stella. I'm going to cry a little bit. I would write about a little girl named Stella and I would write about her calling me mommy. And I would like, I, I planned that she would look like Tony. But with, like me, at the same time, like a little bit of us. And then like, it it happened. It's your miracle, baby. And then and then there's a picture that I wrote about, like, I think I might have been like, I mean, in my 20s, I was destroyed because, you know, we've, we've talked about Rene before. And I, I, I wanted my relationship back. So I drew a picture of him and me with babies. And Rene had a goatee. And then if I were to show it to you ladies, I promise you it looks exactly like Tony. Because, you know, Tony has that, like, goatee look. It looks more like Tony the Nadal René. <laughs> the only thing I didn't manifest is, like, the rest of the kids. But, like, <laughs> just that one child that we had. But but that's René's face. I mean, that's that's Tony's hey, face. I had those counts as a kid, you know? Well, all of you. All of you and the dogs count as kids. That's what I'm saying. I had those counts as a kid. <laughs> and, the, way, and the grandmas. Her older, her older dog. That's my Ayala. That's true. She she gave us our first child, Frank, our pug. These are pride and joy. No, but I, you know, I do, I think an easier way to put it or like to make it an understandable, like reachable, is like, okay, now my, my, my ouchie is itching. Te lo voy a quitar. is itching. Let's rip it. I straight up just ripped the bandaid off. Oh my God. <laughs> want to see myself in the mirror right now <laughs> oh shit this is this is what happens every time i fall so iris is being a little pain in the butt putting bandits on her forehead taping up most of her forehead and part of her eyebrow and then she's saying well this is bugging me now but as she's saying that i want to rip off the band-aid and i said fuck it i'm gonna do it and i fucking ripped that shit off and she's like 
<laughs> and with the band-aid is a little bit of her eyebrow. She still has her eyebrow, but it's more thinner. I think I just got a mordida on my eyebrow. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, okay. let's do this. So, easier way to grasp it is when you're thinking about somebody. It's like, let's say you're thinking about um, your mom or your aunt, and she can stop laughing. <laughs> like red right now they're laughing at me like when i just wants to laugh but she's not laughing she's just like holding it <laughs> oh god it's been a while thank you for that gosh let me take the evidence away. <laughs> She didn't fall down. She just got her eyebrow <laughs> waxed by a Professional podcasters. I want to be professional. <laughs> I'm so glad that once more I learned a lesson vicariously through Edie's <laughs> to not put a band-aid on my forehead. These are heavy duty, I know. So I'm going to be real, real, real with you. I knew it would hurt. And so I, that's I, why you pull hard. I did it anyway because I'm an asshole. I knew it would hurt. I just didn't know that your fucking eyebrow was going to come with it. <laughs> I need a break from Iris for just five seconds. <laughs> how do you do it? I need the power to be so calm and chill. I don't know. I think that's just how I am. <laughs> a mature adult. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, I'm not mature at all. Iris had to go to the bathroom. She needs a break from me. And honestly, I need a break from her. Because every time we look at each other, we just get, we burst out laughing. Whew. All laughed out. I think I'm really tired now. <laughs> That's what happens when you laugh. Oh. Okay, now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I'm. That hurt a little bit. <laughs> Me too. I need to throw up right now. Oh my god. That <sighs> felt really good though. Thank you for that. <laughs> god. I haven't laughed like that in a long ass time. <sighs> so we're back and recuperated from whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> that was a bad day. Yeah, that was a bad day. <laughs> that was a bad day. Lesson to you. Band-Aid. It's easier if you strip it out. Yes. Band-Aid. Just a fucking Band-Aid. Wow. 
So where were we? I don't remember. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do remember. Okay. <clears throat> you were saying that it's impossible to manifest your future and like to create it as you, like you were in that meeting and you were writing yeah. in detail, like where you were seeing yourself walking through the sun and feeling and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it happened. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, <clears throat> I think the easiest way to grasp it is like when you think about somebody and you're like thinking about that person a lot and then you get to bumpy and you bump into them in the store mm -hmm. or like you yeah. get a phone call. And I think the more you put it into your mind, the stronger the feeling comes attached to that person. And then that's what that person or that thing or that situation. And I think that's what makes it so strong out there in the universe that yes, you do create your future. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of people out there who are listening to this and they're going to say, yeah, that's happened to me before. I've done that before. <clears throat> and then there's there's people who are going to be like, this is bullshit. And then there's people who are like, I know that's true. I've done it, but it doesn't always work because I've done A, B, or C, right? There is another component to this. And so I did tell you that I wrote about it, drew about it, manifested it in some way or another. But there's a very important component to this. There has to be some space between the moment you write it and draw it that you let it fucking go. Think about like me in this boring meeting, right? <laughs> Writing about being out on the beach. Me being out on the beach is so... The feeling of being out on the beach is not the same feeling of being a billionaire or a millionaire. You know, like being out on the beach is doable, Being especially if I live in San Diego. It is not a desire that costs a lot of energy or a lot of investment on my end. So it's something that I can dream about, let go and not care about enough for it to manifest because I am not, I'm not putting so much doubt into my manifestation in other words going to the beach is the equivalent of me walking over to get my mail right i put the same amount of feeling to it and because i go get the mail a lot i might be go to i might go to the beach a lot i have to have the same amount of feeling towards the manifestation that i would a mundane situation in my life so when i would write about stella i would write about it not as if like i trust this is gonna happen but rather i wrote about it because it wasn't happening and so I needed, I needed her. I needed a daughter. I needed that, that vision. I needed that experience. And because it's not happening in my reality, I would write about it so much in my journals to the point where it just became normal for me to visit her there. At some point, maybe not initially in my journaling, but at some point it became mundane. It became second nature. Like it became so regular and normal that eventually... <clears throat> I stopped putting so much feeling into it and just checked in as if I were to check in with her right now. And it happened. So perhaps it's not just about thinking and manifesting and, and, and envisioning, but it's about letting go of it has to happen this way and it has to happen right now. Because most of the, my manifestations have happened, but they're not exactly as I wrote them and they didn't happen right then and right there and that way. They just at some point came to me when I stopped obsessing over them, when I stopped focusing <clears throat> on them, and when I stopped doubting them. Yeah, it's like when you say you repeat a lie so many times that it becomes the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, we, we do have the power of creating our own situations. And listen, I hear this lately, and I'm not sure whether I heard it. To know your future, you have to know your present. Mm -hmm. If you don't know your present, you have no way of knowing your future. Right. So it's just like understanding who you are, knowing what you want and reaching for the sky mm -hmm. let me tune into my split personality here wait, wait. before that i do want to say something up i had this really good friend 
uh, when I was growing up. And um, he actually has a rock band, The Hollywoods. But um, he used to tell me this. Always dream to get a full cake. Yeah. Because you will get a But if you dream with a piece, you might not get it. Yeah. So always aim for the whole team. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. I, I because a lot of these like manifestation masters that I that I follow, Abraham Hicks being one of them, they always say something like that. Like because you can have it just the way you want, think of right, and they want you to plan it and envision it just the way you want it, but then let it go. Just let it go at some point, and it'll show up. Kind of like when you remember someone. I love that you said this because like sometimes as you were mentioning earlier sometimes you're thinking about someone without meaning to think about them and you run into them at the superstore or at a park or some somewhere right and you didn't really care about them you really just yeah. thought of them and you had little little effort or little caring went into the situation and yet they're in front of you even though you hadn't seen each other in 12 years or whatever because you don't care it happened yeah. right so you have to let it go you have it has to be so beyond your thought right about it and let it go so let me tune into my split personality <clears throat> if we are really this powerful i would love total freedom to be myself i love teaching but i hate having to be perfect and watch my words and watch my real feelings and emotions i can't tell kids how little i care about test scores they have to think that i care i can't tell kids how little i care about whether or not they did their homework i don't by the way i hate homework because I have to grade it. <laughs> I hate it. I'd rather talk with them. I'd rather assess what they're saying in person. I can't tell them that kind of stuff. You know, like I can't be who I really am. There's so much, I don't know, restriction that drives me crazy, especially if you, you guys don't know this, right? But I, I mean, I went to school and then I went to school right after high school. I went to college and then one year, not even like a few months after graduating high school, I started working at a high school, right? So it's yeah. like, I feel like I've been in in school my whole life, restricted my whole life. And, and that can be very stressful. Yeah. I, I don't think I've had the opportunity to be free like my cousins or my sister or my friends. I don't think you guys, under like a lot of our friends understand what it's like to have to watch my words and my personality all the time because little minds, little kids are watching me and I don't want to destroy them. <laughs> I don't want to just like, I, I don't want to rock their world like that. And it's it could be very, very frustrating. Yeah, unfortunately, our world is tied to norms that tie you down yeah they don't precisely free you they tie you down for sure but then again there's this really beautiful story and I, I, my head is full of stories today um <laughs> and things other people share with me um there was this man in the hospital and there were there were two beds and uh one of them was next to a window and the other guy was on the other side and he was all like in cascades and every, not cascades um cast and everything mm -hmm. And he will go like, so what do you look to the window? And he will say, well, it's a beautiful sunny day. And the rays of sun are hitting the patio and is shining on the flowers. And you can see them bloom and you can almost smell the, the flowers and how beautiful they are. And the next day, oh, you know, it's like, and it's, it's raining, but it's raining in a way that is, it seems to caress the trees and they look like they're dancing. And he always pictured this beautiful images through the window and this guy that was on the other bed he was like he was feeling good by all these details that he was telling him and he was uh, able to heal and eventually one morning the stories didn't change this guy passed away and this guy that was on the other bed 
come over into the bed next to the window and somebody else new came in and then he looks at the window and the window was facing a building so it was just bricks all along wow but this guy felt a sense of telling this guy what a beautiful world was out there oh my god i'm gonna cry a little <clears throat> bit that's beautiful it is and it's like you know the fact that he took his time to make this person happy mm -hmm. and so this guy had a new partner of like a hospital bed partner and the guy goes like so what can you see through the window mm -hmm. and he goes well it seems to be really sunny and the sun rays are shining on the flowers and i feel like i can smell them and i think that's that's it you know it's just the beauty of being able to see something beautiful with the soul with your eyes with your soul and i'm like every time that i tell you that you're beautiful and i know you know that i know that you're beautiful but you go like yeah get a get your eyes checked mm -hmm. it's like no i'm seeing you through my through my soul because i can see the beauty in you i love you <laughs> and and i think we need more of that we need to see the beauty in everything i think sadness has its beauty so. i agree so yeah sorry i feel like this and like short bread because i have laughed so much yeah but um yeah you know like the world is beautiful you just have to look at it from the light that is true that is a great way to end this segment as well <laughs> so round table <laughs> do not place band-aids on your forehead when you're next to your friends <laughs> you will viciously rip it out and your eyebrows with it <laughs> freaking hilarious by the way i think this has become my new superman but this one was the who's the guy with the bushy eyebrows El ernie or quien is somebody with a with who has bushy eyebrows wasn't it uh well oscar has bushy eyebrows oscar this is your oscar moment <laughs> You've no, done the got, Superman. We're gonna name this. We're gonna name this. You did the flamingo. We did the Superman. This is the the grouchy Oscar. The, <laughs> the grouchy. Because no, I wasn't grouchy. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. We did the bikini wax. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This is the bikini wax. The eyebrow bikini wax. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Ay, Dios mío. Um, anything I'm going just on? I'm glad I didn't. It wasn't a Brazilian. <laughs> Brazilian wax. <laughs> I know. Any anything anything you want to mention before we take off? No. <laughs> Come on, Melissa, say it. Say it. I love how you got close to the mic and you're like, uh, as if you're gonna say something, you're like, nah. No. <laughs> I love it. Well, as you can tell, I'm the quiet listening one and everybody else is. Are you really quiet or are you just like not interested in the things we say? Oh, no, it's just I normally am. I'm 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 the quiet one. You know, I, sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah, just because our sometimes our topics bore you a little bit because I, I'm I don't know half of the topics you guys are talking about. Yeah. It's like, eh, okay, that's not, a, that's not a good feeling. We need to change things <laughs> up then so that we clue you in. Like, you, are you good? I want you to feel. We want you to feel included. We want you to feel like after after the little eyebrow incident. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I laughed, but after a while, I was like, okay, you know, I got, I got over it. It's like, all right, it happens. All right, it's, it's I, in, you know what needs to happen? Like, you need to sit in the middle and separate us two because we're just, we're stupid and we, and we goof around too much. Well, next time I'll sit in the middle. Then. Yeah, you do. You have to separate us because we can't get any work done. <laughs> oh God. Okay, mis amores, catch us on Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music. 
I didn't know we were listed there. <laughs> Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Listen Notes, and Player FM. That's a lot of them. My Heart Radio hasn't gotten back to us. So yeah, just catch us in one of those and listen to us there and laugh with us. The plan is to publish every Friday night at 7 p.m., but I'm the most irresponsible individual in the world. And no, this podcast just is just busy. You're <laughs> just busy. We're still organizing ourselves around the editing situation because Melissa's going to help with the editing a lot. And right now that falls on me. And that's a lot of work. So just bear with us. It's coming. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye.